Hello friends and what is up? I am Daryl Smart and welcome to episode number 23 of Smart Sports Podcast. I hope you've all been having a great week so far. This week on the podcast is a real story of if you build it, they will come. A couple of years ago, Trevor Oaks started making baseball bats for himself and some friends. Fast forward to this past Friday, Abu Bats are not just catching on all over the world. He and his business partners opened up the Abu Baseball Facility in Tilsonburg. If you love baseball or just love stories about chasing your dreams, this is a great one. Trevor, it's great to have you on the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. And, and first of all, congratulations on the facility, the Abu Baseball Facility. It's on uh, 37 Tilson Street in Tilsonburg. Uh, baseball right. facility. I know I'm pretty pumped about seeing this place. I've seen enough pictures of it. So, uh, first of all, congratulations, man. Oh, thank you very much. That's been uh, a lot of work. Um, we we were hard at it for a good month. Uh, just there was some complications with uh, occupancy permits and timing, and we were in a rush, and they were in uh, the back end, <laughs> kind of like the building inspectors and stuff where not so but yeah here we are um we rushed through it and we opened and yeah things are looking good so first of all let's just talk about the facility uh what do you have there i know you have a bunch of stuff and i might as well let you talk because it's your place yeah so we have uh two full um 65 foot tunnels uh which can be partitioned uh, into two or retracted. We have a retractable net down the middle that can make one big open field for uh, you know players mm-hmm. practice, whatever team practice. Uh, we have in-house uh, golf simulator. <clears throat> so we this idea was I came across it and we were we were going to put in a third uh, batting cage and I was like, well, how cool would it be if you know dads or moms or whoever were golfers and you know they drop their kids off for an hour to, to practice baseball and then you know they could golf so that's an awesome idea I, I have a, yeah like and I, I dabble in golf and a lot of my buddies golf so i was like yeah, you know what let's put this in here yeah. and then uh yeah so we have that the two cages we have a nice little lounge set up it's very very comfortable for the parents to you know hang out while their kids are practicing or whatever and then we have a, a basically a full functional gym area where you know you could you know work out with whatever you wanted we have a lot of functional fitness uh equipment um big smith machine treadmill you know the the basics to get a good workout yeah yeah it should be good and then of course the uh the bat manufacturers in-house as well so built a big laser room uh got a couple cnc layers in there uh manual layers so i'll be in there just building bats and <clears throat> my whole view on this was to have it so it was like Krispy Kreme donuts. Yeah. If you walk in, you could see them getting made and, you know, practice at the same time. So basically, like, kids will come in, they'll do their thing in the batting cages, but they can see me and see how bats are made on a, like, a daily basis. So it's kind of cool. That is really, really cool because, mm-hmm. uh, again, everybody, when, it, when you're buying a baseball bat, and, of course, for... Uh, <laughs> hey, you see them on the rack in the stores, and you're, yeah. you're you're basically just lifting them up and saying, "All right, I think this one's okay." Yeah. So, so yeah, to see so. them made, that's that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll we'll get into the bats 
what at the facility but talk, but um, basically what what we offer is like a true customer experience that nobody else does. That's so awesome. We offer kids players to come in and they get to pick up their own wood. We we go over the wood and what they're looking for, um, and then we make their bat with them with me beside me. Uh, so we just set them up with some safety goggles and they watch as their bats being made. And then once we get down to the handle, we like I'll, I'll stop the lady and you know size up their hand and oh if you like that or maybe they want a little bit off the handle or whatever and then finish the bat and as they're as i'm finishing the bat they can go and uh jump in the cage and you know hit some balls or whatever go play some golf and then uh, an hour later they're like leave with their bats that's pretty cool that is so cool it really is mm-hmm. and yeah. we were talking before we uh hit the record button just about the need for an indoor baseball facility. And I know being in Norfolk um, and all of the hub talk and, and, the, and stuff like that. And a lot of the baseball people were saying, Hey, we need a field house, but mm-hmm. you've kind of provided that. And being in Tilsonburg, you really are in the perfect spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was always the plan was um, me being from Tilsonburg was to open up. Not, we didn't really off the hop, want a facility all i really wanted was baseball bat manufacturing and, a, and one baseball uh batting cage yeah so because and then we kind of threw some ideas around like okay well let's just open a facility and and have it so that these kids can practice year round and uh because i know like tilsonburg and you know delhi Senko, port dover langton all these kids are driving they're either working out in school gyms where they can hit wiffle balls, maybe, yeah. or they're driving to London. So, <clears throat> yeah, I thought it was great. It was a great market there. It was a great location. So, uh, yeah, we're just now just open. We're open, but we're just trying to get the word out that we are open because I, I still feel a lot of people don't know. Yeah. So that's our that's our next step is to uh, get that on the go. So hopefully we have a couple thousand people listening to this thing. Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, So, how did this whole idea come about? Uh, Well, I I moved from so I I started making bats in my backyard. I have a big shop out back, and I moved into like a factory in Tilsonburg. I just kind of leased a little area from it, and I was like, "How cool would it be to have a batting cage? Like, we should get a batting cage here." Yeah. So we went out and got the cage, set it up, and unfortunately the next day we had to take it down because the, there were some other you know I guess people coming in the building to, they, they have leased out their area so yeah. uh, it didn't really work out but but yeah so that was where it all stemmed it was like okay well I wanted the two together I wanted manufacturing and a batting cage side by side yeah yeah and and then when we started looking around um my partner and I, Deb Simmons is my partner, um, we were like, okay, well, let's let's just find a building that's ours and we'll, we'll create, like, a facility. Like, let's just go in, into it, right? You might as well. Yeah. So that, and that's where we are now. It's like we, we created something in a short, short little time. And I think it was, like, October, early October, we started thinking and looking at places. And, and then November 15th, we opened was there a moment? Was there a moment where you're like, "Yeah, this is for real"? Yeah, well, yeah, like it, it's like a roller coaster. This whole business is like <laughs> a roller coaster. So, especially now, it's like because 
like, yeah, it's good. And then it's like the next day, I'd be like, mm, I don't hope this works out. And then the next day, it's like, oh, it's really good. So, yeah, there was a moment there where it's like, and I've had buddies that own facilities elsewhere in Toronto and stuff like that. And they're just like, after you get done, just step back and look at it. Yeah. So, yeah, there was like, I think it was Friday, <clears throat> Friday yeah, afternoon or something. I just like, we just kind of stepped back and, and, yeah, it's like, wow, this is like hours. Like, this is, we, we did this. So, yeah, it was kind of cool to, to see it all come together. And I had a lot of help from buddies. It was a ton, ton of work because we had to, we had to move on it so fast. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we appreciated the, the work and we appreciated the outcome of it. And, uh, yeah, things are, things are looking good. So, why did everything happen so quickly? Um, because we, we just found the building and then we I knew that we could have taken our time and we probably could have taken one more month yeah but I, I I like I just wanted to get the jump on these kids before they settled uh, somewhere else to, smart to move start playing so absolutely uh, Tilsonburg Delhi like all those kids like I didn't want them like, oh well now we're going to London we signed up for clinics there yeah yeah we can we can have clinics right here for you. So yeah, that was our our push was actually October first. Yeah. Or sorry, our push was November first. Yeah. And we were two weeks delayed. So, uh, yeah, it was just I wanted to get it off the ground before winter came and before kids kind of went somewhere else to start their clinics and stuff like that. So so they would have to not drive in the snow an hour or yeah, you know, like it's close to home and they can still get the kind of the same workout. So. That's awesome. So what kind of an impact do you think? Uh, have you actually thought about the impact that you're going to have just based on the facility alone, on uh, the baseball no. community in this area? Like, it's a pretty big deal, man. I know. Well, like, it, it hasn't <laughs> kicked in yet. It really hasn't kicked in yet. Like, so right now we're just, we opened Friday was a great grand opening. Uh, we had probably over 100 people come in and check the place out. Damn. You know, we had a lot of people sign up for memberships and, and and then Saturday came and, and nobody came in. Yeah. And Sunday came and one person came in. Yeah, yeah. And Monday and then one person. So I I was like getting, you know, kind of worried. I was nervous, like, oh man, did we make the right I you know, but it I, you have to look at you have to look back at like, okay, well it's November. It's still kind of early for <laughs> yeah. winter workouts. So I, I do think truly like it'll ramp up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like as impact, I I don't think I fully grasp. Like I, me and Dad both, I, I just think we know that there's something there, but we don't. We uh, we haven't really like got the whole full blown like. Well, you you guys really did something cool here. So yeah, I know a lot of people are talking about it. Yeah. But um, you know, you as as the owner. Uh, Dev and I, we just um, you gotta you gotta kind of lay low, I guess you could say, just hope for the best. You can't really, oh yeah, we did this, we're awesome, blah blah blah. So yeah, like as it's it's really hard to see the impact. Yeah. Without you know, once people start coming in and their kids, like we had a pitching clinic on Monday night, um, and there was like a, I think there were seven kids in the clinic, and all their parents were there, and like that's the awesome. Feedback from all like this place looks amazing, and that. Uh, the parents were like, uh, the, uh, the 
lounge looked amazing. I said, yeah, that was our goal was all the feedback from all the other places, um, the parents going to those places, they were like, make sure you have a comfy lounge. No, so, so true. Coaching them and uh, yeah, you one. I mean, if you're going to drop your kid off and hang out for an hour, like we have two TVs, you can watch whatever you want. You can, you know, there's free Wi-Fi. There's a couch you can lounge on. There's a couple chairs and tables. There's coffee you can have. So we, we set it up proper for both the player and the, and the parents. So. That's awesome. And you're talking about clinics, and I, I, I did mm-hmm. notice on, I think it was on Facebook, uh, you're going to have Nick Shales come in. One of and yeah. Nick's one of the best one of the best fastball hitters in the world. True. <laughs> and yeah, to so have him true. him come in, man, that's that's a pretty big uh, big name right off the hop. So it's just not baseball, yeah. uh, just not baseball. It's slow pitch fastball and baseball, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we so we offer everything. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, whoever whoever wants to swing a baseball bat, it doesn't matter whether it's wood, metal. I mean, come on in. We have many, many different types of baseballs. So, yeah, to have Nick on board, like, it's amazing. So, so me and Nick, we, yeah, a funny story. Like, he, he got in touch with me through another friend. Um, he contacted me. He's like, hey, I heard you made baseball bats. Uh, we, I want to meet up with you. Yeah. I make batting gloves. So, he owns Lumberjack Sports. Yes. And if, you, if anybody's listening and they haven't checked out these gloves, I'm telling you, they're the best batting gloves you'll ever put on. Yeah, they are. I, I want to buy a pair. <laughs> I yeah. tried a pair on in the summer, and I was like, "Oh man, these are sweet." Yeah. Oh, they're they're so they're so good. But uh, so yeah, his his website's lumberjackspoints.ca. Anyway, um, that was so, a good yeah, plug. That was really good. That was pretty <laughs> subtle, man. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to plug in there. He's a good dude, and like he's done a lot for me, and we we work well together. But so yeah, he called me. He's like, "Yeah, you're in this baseball bat. I want to put them in batting gloves." So, it's okay. That's cool. Um, so I said, well, where, where are you from? He's like, Bradford. I said, oh, like we literally live 15 minutes from each other. Yeah, exactly. Like for two years, never heard of each other. And yeah, he came over and we were like, okay, well, let's, you know, let's go on a little, you know, demo tour and we'll, we'll help each other's businesses out. Yeah. So it's been really good. Uh, we did some film on Monday and Nick was there. So him myself and another player for the London majors were out and we had a film crew there just kind of shooting some promo videos and stuff for the website and stuff like that. So it was, yeah. it was a pretty fun day. That's awesome. So yeah, he's going to be running the hidden clinic, him and I. And, uh, as you know, like, um, he's one of the best hitters in the world. Yeah. So, and for, yeah, uh, for those that don't know, Nick, uh, plays for the Hill United Chiefs and mm-hmm. also stars on team Canada. So yeah. So, um, yeah, he's a, he's a big deal, like, in the fast pitch. And I'm kind of, like, getting into fast pitch a little bit, like, meeting people that, you know, played a long time or... Smart you know, man. ...from this area. And <laughs> they, they, yeah, like, they, everybody knows who Nick is. Yeah. Like, all these guys, they're like, oh, yeah, we know that guy. So, yeah, it's kind of cool to work with him. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, well, we're, we push each other's gear pretty good. And so, yeah, you know, I'm, I like supporting the, the guys that are local and... And, and good dude, like he's a great dude. So yeah, it's been a wonderful uh, little trip with him. That's awesome. And uh, mm-hmm. just to kind of translate into that, we're, we'll shift gears into the bats, and okay. that's kind of that's kind of how everything started for you, isn't it? Yeah. So I'll I'll bring you back to the beginning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's exactly where so, we were going. Yeah. I uh, 
I started playing ball again when I turned 35, like hardball. So I played with the Red Sox in Salzburg, and then they kind of diminished. And then I went back into it when I was 35 with the Old Sox. And I think I broke two bats. Could have been the swing. Could have been crappy wood. Who knows? Probably Dude, I but, have the same. I think the same year I went through three, and it, yeah. the wife was not happy. It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> they're like $150 each, right? So yep. by the second one, I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm going to buy all my these. I'm going to make my own bat. So I made, I did, I found a lady like a GD or something, made a bat. Uh, turned out, uh, which I thought was awesome at the time. I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like, I still have that first bat. And <laughs> now, I, it's, uh, it's at my office. But now it's like, wow, like no one would ever say. But at the time, I so you were swinging that thing. You were swinging that thing no, when, no, when we were playing no. against you. No, 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 not that one. No, I was gonna no, say, no, I'm no, like, no. Christ, you hit the, you ripped the cover off the ball against us. No, <laughs> no not that. Um, yeah, no, they. Uh, so yeah, and then I made that one, and then Buddy started wanting bats, and then uh, I put him on to Gigi, and then all of a sudden I got a call from a guy that was in like the Dodgers system. He lives in what? No way. Yeah, so he, he made uh, he made it all the way up to double A, and then that was it. But his, uh, so anyway, yeah, he's got a facility in Montreal. So I didn't notice, but in Quebec and Montreal area, the, the youth ball are pretty much dictated on what bats to use. What? So they, they have to use their local bat maker. <clears throat> and I, I'm not going to say their name because I don't want to give them a plug, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, anyway, they're, they're like, saying, you have to swing these bats. So this guy went across the grains and said, no, 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 I'm going to find my own guy. So he got in touch and said, can you make us bats? And I said, yeah, for sure. And that that point, I was like, oh, this could be a business. Like, I could turn this into a business. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we dealt with him, and then I just kind of, like, put the bats out more and more to friends. And then I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a website. I made a website, started selling them. And then now... Uh, this is my third year, so I started in April 2017, so yeah, like, uh, it'll be three years, April, I guess. Um, I have bats all over the world, uh, Australia, I mean, we just sent some to Kuwait. Um, no way. All over the U.S., all over Canada, and uh, so there's some in Italy, um, and and now we're, we're going for MLB approval, so it was a five-year plan for me for MLB. Yeah. one year ahead so wow uh, we we kind of we had a meeting and we were like you know what what, what are we going to do like we can we can hold it off for a year or just go for it we we're like yeah, let's just go for it so i love that attitude and, and, yeah well I'm, just like the facility right like yeah it was either all in or or just hang out and you know hope something happens and when i partnered up with deb and her husband, Dave, uh, who's a very credible uh, accountant, business guy, um, he taught me a lot, like just saying, like, you know what, you gotta go and foot down and pedal to the metal. So that's what we did. And yeah, we, we were just like, it was a ton of work. And, and uh, yeah, it was, it's been good so far and a lot of fun really putting it all together because you get to see the, the end result. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So the, the MLB approval was just the next step. So instead of waiting one more year, I know we're ready. I know the quality of wood's there. So, yeah, it is. um, yeah. So we're just, uh, we're just ready to do it. So what do you do to get an MLB approval? 
Uh, it's a big process. So, so I'm, I leave in three weeks for San Diego to go to the winter meeting. Um, there's a meeting there for new uh, manufacturers that want to bring their, their equipment in. So I have to attend that meeting. I think there's two meetings I have to attend. And then they give you an info package and stuff like that. So basically you have to have like sort of like a letter of recommendation from an MLB club. Yeah. Or or like you have to have 60 bats, like five dozen bats ordered within the MLB. So that's what we're doing now is reaching out to all the MLB guys we know. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm not going to mention any names just in case this doesn't go through, but yeah, uh, there's a couple of Toronto Blue Jays that we're in talks with, and, and one has a couple bats. Uh, you ordered more for the offseason. That's so awesome. He's on board. And then I work with a couple of agents uh, out of Kansas, and they, yeah, like they, uh, they've got a lot of players on on their roster. So uh, we're we're just kind of talking with them and hoping we can get um, what we have to get covered, uh, and then we can get down there and get the process rolling. And then it's just basically they they test your wood, and they test your bats, they they test your facility. Um, and then, yeah, uh, there's a lot to it yeah. and we're still kind of learning like they, there's what well, I'll know more when I get to the winter meetings, um, because it's just the info package, but yeah, yeah, it should be good. So I think we're going to go down there and, uh, we're going to enter the uh, trade show. So there's two trade shows and one expo just to the public, I guess, uh, coaches, players, whoever. And then there's another one that's like a clubhouse manager expo. That's cool. So um, we're not sure which one we're gonna do. One's three days, one's one day. Yeah. Um, but the clubhouse managers just clubhouse managers. So it's yeah. just the guys that order the bats for the players for the team. So well, so we'll see um, when we get down there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another bat maker that just got approved, and they were telling me to not waste my time and go do that. So yeah, we'll have to revisit that this week and see what we're going to do. That's pretty cool. Like so what are, so yeah, it's exciting. So what of the, uh, what are some of the, these MLB players? What's their reaction to the bats? What's the feedback that you've uh, gotten? Yeah. Like, um, well, there's another guy, Jeff Ellsworth. I'm sure you know. Yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> he's uh, highly credited too. Uh, he, he had that, um, his, his business is exit speed swing and they, they have that apparatus where it's like you put it on the bat and yeah. it just works on your bat below. Um, so he uh, hooked up with Lord Boreal Jr. And Jeff had asked me to make a bat in his colors and kind of like for the commercial that they, they shot. Yeah. I did and, and Lord kept the bat. He actually slang it and I asked him like, what do you think? He's like, he loved it. That's awesome. So, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, that's that's step one. Was the you just have to get it in the hands and then let the bats do the talking. And I I'm never worried. So it happened in London when I started hanging out with Cleveland Brownlee from the London Majors. Yeah, we, he was swinging the bats and 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 literally went from like one guy swinging the bats to basically their whole starting lineup except for the one guy. But well, I was just gonna, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say during the summer, the the, the one thing I noticed on your socials were, <laughs> you were hanging around the London majors an awful lot, and it, it almost looked like the, the whole bloody team was swinging your bats. Yeah, by the end of the season, a lot of them were. That's so awesome. Was, uh, 
and I like I was confident enough to just get like a couple bats into the team and just let the bats do the talk, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so Cleveland started smashing balls, and then uh, Mike Ambrose came on, and, and now yeah, a lot of them do it. So uh, yeah, I just that's it. That's it. You just got to get the name out there, get yeah. the bats in the hands, and let them like as soon as they touch the maple or birch. And I know, I've, and I'm no expert, and I've swung them, and uh, like like I was telling you before, I I broke broke mine in uh, that Telsenberg tournament of, and uh, I was swinging one of your bats, and I was like, holy crap, this thing this thing launches pretty yeah. good. So yeah, it's all in the wood. It's a big uh, big secret where where it comes from. <laughs> that's that's pretty we, awesome. We searched everywhere. Yeah, we searched everywhere for a good wood supply. We found it, and uh, yeah, it's. It's been really, really good. Where did you find your wood, and what kind of a journey is that? Um, it's tough to find. Uh, I was getting it from the the U.S. I was getting it from Maine. Yeah. And um, it, it was good. I mean, it was good wood, but it was a it was like a, a hectic procedure to get it across the border. Like it was, I can imagine. You know, basically they wouldn't ship to Canada, so I'd have to go pick it up at Port Huron or whatever, and then it was an all day event just sitting. Customs building for the the day basically, so yeah. What I mean, I know it, it was good. It was a lot of work to get it, and I wanted to say that we we're all Canadian. Like, yeah, you know, if I could find a sawmill in Tilsonburg or or surrounding area that would make me the same quality of wood, I, I would love that. Nice, but it's very very hard to find. We drove around everywhere in Ontario, and, and finally we found somebody that that supplies it. Yeah, nice. we're very, very happy with them. Do you mind uh, giving them a plug at all, or would they rather nah, not? Nah, all right. that's yeah, <laughs> it's top secret. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> hey, it's Colonel, Colonel Sanders has yeah. his secret. You have yours. Yeah, that's a top secret. That and, <laughs> and the clear coat. That's, those are two big baseball bat secrets. <clears throat> that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, just yeah. just from like that first bat that you made that's in your office to now, mm-hmm. did you ever think that you would be, and I know, I know, I always ask this question in every interview. But did you ever think in a million years that it would, you would be where you are right now with this? No, no, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. It wasn't until two years after where I was like, okay, well, I'm too busy to do because I worked at, at Toyota Motor Manufacturing, and I had a yeah. good job there. Like I loved my job, um, but I was too busy to do both. So I had to make a choice. It was one or the other. Yeah. And it would have been simple. You know, it's not a bad job there. I had a good gig. Um, it would have been simple to just stay at Toyota and do my thing. Yeah. But I felt like if I did that, I would be letting people down. I don't know why, and that might come off wrong. But, like, not at I all. think people liked, I think I think they liked that. Oh, like, I know that guy. Or, or it's like, oh, it's this guy's from Tilsonburg. Or this company's from, it's just local. And look at what he's doing. And I, I just felt like, okay, well, and, and then personally, I wanted to see where it was going. Yeah. So I couldn't do both. So it was like one or the other. And if you don't do it, you, you never know. And I saw your, I saw your post and I was like, that, that is so awesome. And that, that can translate yeah. into anything, not just baseball mm-hmm. bats, but anyone wanting to take that anything. leap. And exactly. so, like, so what was the feeling on that last day? Oh, it was great. Were you scared? Like it was just. Yeah, like it was, you know, you're nervous because you really 
you know, you have to, you have to put food on the table and stuff like that. So you're, you're nervous. Yeah. But at the same time, you're like, like, I truly believed it would be okay. Yeah. But you have to, uh, you have to convince everybody around you that's going to be okay. (laughs) That's so true. But it was a great feeling. Like it was just a, like it, it took a little while to, to, you know, transfer over, but, it just felt like I was on holidays for a little while or something like that. Like it didn't really kick in. And now it's like, man, I'm my own boss. And it's just like, it's nice. Like, you know, not waking up at 4.30 in the morning anymore. Like I get up at seven every day, put the kids on the bus, I go to work. Um, So it's nice having that flexibility. It's also nice to say like, you know, we did it. Like we look what we did. A hundred percent. It's something now, right? It's not just like, you know, a, a guy that had a hobby making bats at the shop. Now we have a facility. We have uh, players coming in. We have members. We have bats all over the world. So it's nice to say that, like, you know, we did something. We left a mark, and it, it could all end tomorrow. You know, yeah. you never know. But at least I left a mark somewhere. And you know, the endeavor hoping to leave more marks all over. <laughs> That's awesome. So so yeah. one final thing is uh, what's the, kind of the overall goal? Do you have a do you have an overall goal or an overall picture of what you want to see with the bats and the facility at all or or is this kind of it and you're riding the wave? No, no. Um, we, so we do have like a 5 year plan. I don't know whether this might be a dream more than anything, but um, we want to build a bigger facility to house more sports like a multi-sport facility oh i love and the way also, you think man i love the way you think yeah like we, we want to do like giant hockey or even an ice pad uh basketball soccer like a huge baseball facility um and then also baseball diamonds yeah so we want to create like a pinwheel diamonds have one really really nice baseball diamond and maybe get some more elite ball down here this area right oh i love so, you the way you're thinking yeah, like, um, I'm not in it just to, to make money and for the bats. Like, I want to create players that go on to, to create something. That's and awesome. And not just, you know, like, that, that, that was always our goal. It's like, now these guys can practice all year round. Yeah. Imagine what you could be like. Imagine what these kids can be. Well, look at them already, like, man. Look at them already. Basa and yeah, I, I've exactly. said it on different podcasts where – this area, yeah, everybody talks about hockey, but in, in all honesty, mm-hmm. this area, like Tilsonburg, like kind of the like Tilsonburg, Norfolk, uh, really a baseball. It really is a baseball diamond mine with all the. There's more yeah. kids playing to the next level in college or beyond in Norfolk than any hockey. So <laughs> it's insane. It's, it's great. Like, and that was our, our plan was to hopefully produce like um better you know more influenced players i guess you could say and and get them moving along into you know to create their own path and like let let them play at a level they want to play at yeah give them opportunities and have like because like we deal with a lot of agents now like they're always asking these agents are always asking like oh is there any you know anybody up there or you know, talent. Yeah. Um, we deal with another th- another thing too is uh, nomadic baseball. Is like a, a guy from Arizona, Matt Balo. He he recruits players from all around the world. Like yeah. I've met players from New Zealand, everywhere, and um, 
summer he wants to bring an event to Pilsenburg. That's pretty cool. So he's going to bring in and recruit all these players from around the world and have a big Ontario event. So we're just in the works of getting that started, planned up. So we're hoping next June there'll be a big event here and, and you know, it'll help like base them one, the baseball market in this area and also, you know, it's good for the community too. Like people oh, absolutely. are happy like that. They want to really they want to get involved or help out or whatever, or influence players that are younger, you know, so they get home. I could do that. Like two more years, I could do that. So raise the, really raise yeah. the bar, really raise the bar. Exactly. Like it's not, yeah, the bats is one thing. And, and with the bats, I want to take it as far as I can take it. MLB is great. I want to get them into Japan, Taiwan, like all those places in, in Asia. Yeah. Um, and then basically be in all the stores. So, like, I we're gonna. I truly believe that we're gonna take over the market in this area, mm-hmm. and we're we're not in any stores. We're in Source for Sports. That's one, but we're not in any other stores. And if the stores want to come, they'll come. Yeah. But like I said to to Gab, I was like, they can hop on the train or move aside because, like, we're gonna we're gonna really take over this market. That's so awesome. They, you know. But yeah, that's that's our, our goal for the bats, and then players, facility wise, like we just want to create players. We just want them to have the opportunity to get better at a sport they want to play, or have like a path, you know. Like yeah. so, so yeah, if you're here and you want to go play elite ball, we can show you the way. Yeah. Or we can appoint you to somebody, because uh, we have a lot of network connects with elite baseball players, coaches, you know, agents, whoever. That's awesome, man. Well, congratulations again. You guys are doing some great Thank things over there. And, uh, Thank you. Glad you joined us on the podcast. And uh, you might as well give a plug on just some of the different ways to get a hold of you and uh, or book times at the facility. What are some of the best ways to get a hold of you guys? Yeah, so the facility website was just a kickoff. Um, so every, all the info's on there. It's booking.avobaseball.com. And then uh, my the bat website's uh, abobaseball.com. And you can look me up on Instagram, abo, abo underscore baseball. Uh, we're on Facebook, stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, mostly the, the facility website, the booking.abobaseball.com, is um, going to be the main page, and we're just going to stem up this one. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in the works right now, like with uh, <laughs> the media stuff and, it's it's pretty crazy because I've never been involved with something as big as this, so yeah. it's, it's kind of cool to see all to come together. But yeah, those websites and, and Instagram is where you can see all the like the the cool custom back. <laughs> they looks pretty awesome too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that, I like doing that stuff. And, yeah, and uh, yeah, just that kind of stuff. And then where yeah, we'll see what other kind of social media we get into. But that's enough for now. I'm not really a <laughs> we'll have to chat later on then. <laughs> yeah, for sure, yeah. so, Thanks for joining us, man, and right. good luck with everything. Thank you so much. Shoutouts. The first shoutout goes out to the Simcoe Sabres Junior Girls Basketball Team. Last week, they hosted the Central Western Ontario Secondary Schools Association Girls AA Championships and capped a perfect season by going undefeated over the two days to win the title. Make sure you go to Smart Sports Podcast Facebook page to read all about it. The next shout-out goes out to the Norfolk Hurricanes. If you love girls hockey, Simcoe is going to be the place to be this weekend beginning on Friday. 
when the Cassie Turner Memorial Tournament takes place. Good luck to all our local teams taking part. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. Thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to listen. It really is appreciated. Make sure to go over to the Smart Sports Podcast Facebook page where we've done our best to be the place for all things local sports. If you have results, news, or an event you'd like to have the community know about, drop us a line and we'll get it in there. And remember to like and share Smart Sports Podcast and all of our posts so we can continue to grow this thing. Thank you so much for joining us this week. I am Daryl Smart, and I will talk to you later.